Well, hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today is Tuesday, May 31st, 2022, and this is episode number 360 of a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of our dreams. And the topic of today's show is getting credit cards under control. Now, do your credit cards make you want to cry? that's a a message I got but I guess before I even get into any of that I would like to say that Rob Kaiser is not a registered investment legal or tax advisor all investment and financial opinions expressed by myself are from my own personal research and experience and are as tended as educational material Although best efforts are made to ensure that all information is accurate and up-to-date, occasionally unintended errors and misprints may occur. I reserve the right to be wrong. Now with that said, I'd like to provide a little bit of context and backstory to today's episode. Because last month I received a message through social media that read, Hey friend, are you still doing this class? I, we need help. I can't get our credit cards under control. It makes me want to cry every day. Now, this class that my friend was referring to was Financial Peace University. However, that's not the only way to get your credit cards under control. And because I'm an open-minded individual, I'd like to take a look at several options that one can use to get credit cards under control. And I'm gonna provide feedback to the articles being discussed and all articles will be linked to in the show notes. Now I found these articles by searching for how to get credit cards under control in pre-search. And uh, pre-search is a decentralized search engine that provides search choice, quality results, privacy, and rewards to those who want to end the search monopoly. You can learn more at presearch.io. But when I searched for, like I said, how to get credit cards under control, the top three articles that came up were as follows. An article on nerdwallet.com titled How to Get Out of Credit Card Debt in Four Steps. An article on creditkarma.com titled How to Get Out of Credit Card Debt. And an article from bankrate.com titled How to Pay Off Credit Card Debt. Okay, so let's go ahead and take a look at these articles. I'm not going to read them in their entirety. Like I said, they're linked to in the show notes, but I'll go ahead and take a look at the outline of the article. And in this case, the NerdWallet article, we'll take a look at the four steps that they suggest one takes to get out of credit card debt. Okay. So according to NerdWallet, step one is find a payment strategy or two. 
And you can do that by paying more than the minimum, using the debt snowball method, using the avalanche approach, or automating your payments. Uh, I am most familiar with the debt snowball approach, which uses the approach of paying down your smallest debt first on a monthly basis and then rolling that amount of money into your next largest payment. And as you reduce the quantity of payments, you increase the amount of money being paid and you snowball that into your largest debts until you become debt free. The debt avalanche approach swaps your priorities and utilizes the highest interest rates on your cards versus the amount of money owed on the cards. Step two is consider debt consolidation. Now you can do this with zero balance transfer credit cards, uh, personal loans, and there is more information on this. I have done this in the past uh, 20 years ago. I've gone through the debt consolidation process. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so I have been there and done that as well. I found that this did not work as effectively for me as did the uh, snowball method, but um, I'll talk more on my own experiences later. Step three is work with your creditors. And there is a video in here that you can use to uh, you know, help explain your situation to creditors um, and uh, some advice on working with you to negotiate payment terms or, you know, information on a hardship program. Step four is seeking help through debt relief, such as a debt management plan through a credit counseling agency, oftentimes who will help you consolidate your credit card debt, or you can file for bankruptcy. And again, I'm not proud of this, but this is actually something that I've done. When I worked with a credit counseling agency in my early 20s, I did a consolidated uh, debt payment plan, and ultimately I filed for bankruptcy after a car accident <clears throat> where... Um, You know, life on life's terms happens, and uh, I don't think I would take that approach now, knowing what I know and experiencing what I've experienced, but the bottom line is, this is one option for debt relief. I've been there, and while I'm not proud of it, it's an experience that I can speak to and speak about. So if you have any questions about that, or anything that I've talked about in this article, you are welcome to join us in the Telegram chat at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. Or if you want to ask me something privately, feel free to shoot me an email at allaroundgrowth at gmail.com. Now, this second article on creditkarma.com is titled How to Get Out of Credit Card Debt. And it lists seven steps and how to get out of credit card debt. And those steps are step one, evaluate your finances. Step two, prioritize your spending. Step three, 
create a budget. Step four, free up money. Step five, set a strategy. Step six, seek help if you need it. And step seven, work on your financial habits. <clears throat> Itchy nose. Excuse me. Okay, so as far as evaluating your finances, you know, there's information there about creating a list of everything you owe, including credit card debt, looking at the balance and APR, and comparing your debt and expenses and income. And uh, you know, step two is prioritizing your spending, covering your basics first, paying the least minimums, tackling credit card debt, focusing on student loan. There's a lot of information here, balance transfer cards. Step three, create a budget okay with links to the debt escape plan and all these various tools such as mint and wineab like you need a budget um there's a lot of information here and this is a long article and uh you know some of the methods that they use to uh, set a strategy also include the debt avalanche method the snowball method and the blizzard method I'm not familiar with the blizzard method. I've talked about the avalanche method and the snowball method. So what is the blizzard method? Now this, I'll read this just so we all know for sure. The third debt repayment strategy is known as the blizzard method. This combines paying off the small balance, smallest balance first, snowball, and then paying off the highest interest balance, avalanche. The avalanche saves the most, uh, quote, the avalanche saved the mo saves the most money, but some folks prefer a quick win with the snowball method. Close quote. Harzog explains. The blizzard combines both, and you get the emotional boost, and then you can save money by using the avalanche. Whatever your strategy, paying down credit card debt can help you improve your credit scores. This is because payment history, or how often you make on-time payments, toward your credit accounts is one of the most important factors in determining your credit scores. All right, so that's the blizzard method. Step six is seek help if you need it. And step seven is work on financial habits. Okay, that's a great step, habits. And, um, you know, the bottom line and uh, there's some information about credit card debt during COVID-19, yada, yada, yada. But the bottom line in this article reads that getting out of de credit card debt usually doesn't happen immediately. If you took a while to rack up the debt, it may take you a while to become debt free. Just keep in mind that one of the most important things you can do is make consistent on-time payments every month. Great advice. That's a great way to wrap up that article. And I think it is important to point out that yes, this doesn't happen immediately. It took you a while to rack up that debt. I know it did me and it took me a while to become debt free. So again, consistency is key here. Thirdly, let's take a look at this article from bankrate.com titled how to pay off credit card debt. This is a shorter article. Again, all of these articles will be linked to in the show notes, along with all information about the show, links to social media, how to leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, and more. So check out the show notes for links to all of this 
and more. So bankrate.com suggests how to pay off credit card debt with the avalanche method. They don't really suggest anything. They just outline methods here. And what they say is there's no quick fix solution for getting out of debt despite what solicitors or infomercials, infomercials might have you believe. However, a combination of smart money moves can reduce your debt, lower your interest rates, and put you on the right track toward a debt-free life. Here are six techniques for paying off credit card debt the smart way. They list the avalanche method, the snowball method, balance transfer credit cards, getting your spending under control, growing your emergency fund, and switching to cash, and also debt consolidation. The bottom line in this article reads, credit card debt can be a challenge and feel insurmountable, but armed with the necessary information to approach it, you can start to chip away at your debt. There are plenty of approaches that you can take. Pick the strategies that work best for your situation. Solid advice, sound counsel, and I think that is definitely worth listening to. All right, guys, those three articles are linked to in the show notes. And I have used and employed, uh, and as far as this article is concerned, all of those methods at some point or another in my life. And in some of these other articles, I've employed many of those plans um, as well. These debt relief plans, credit counseling, bankruptcy, you name it, I've done it. I've tried it. And uh, you'd have thought that going through a bankruptcy and working with credit counseling services, you know, one would think that one would learn from experiences like that. But no, I didn't. In my early 30s, living out in California, I managed to get myself back in debt. Luckily, I caught myself by the time I got to around ten, twelve thousand dollars, and hustled and worked to pay that off. Eventually, taking a project job, another project job in Texas, in the interim, working my way back to Ohio to stack cash and just as soon as I got close to becoming debt-free, just a few hundred more dollars, I ended up in the intensive care unit after a backcountry trip in Utah and began accumulating massive amounts of debt while overcoming one of the biggest hardships in my life. Now, Shortly after that process, I got turned on to permaculture and started attending the Permaculture Voices Conference and doing all the things here on the homestead, building the high tunnel, you know, growing the things, and uh, basically living a life that was comprised of what I thought I should be based on people that I'd met and things that I had observed. I wasn't true to myself and in the process I went deeply into debt again 
and just con you know it continued to accumulate and accrue debt in addition to the medical expenses and then five years ago when I had damn near $25,000 in debt I realized that I needed to make a change and my own credit cards were out of control that 20 uh, 23,000 of it was credit card debt so what did I do I decided to after looking at many options just like this I decided to engage in and attend Financial Peace University for the first time now for those of you who don't know Financial Peace University is a nine-lesson course that teaches you how to save for emergencies, pay off debt fast, spend wisely, and invest for your future. And no complicated financial blah, blah, blah over here. For over 25 years, Dave Ramsey's been teaching common sense, biblical money principles that work every time. All right. You know who Dave Ramsey is. Love him or hate him, you know who he is. He's been on talk radio, and that was how I first heard of him, uh, heard of him back in the uh, corporate days while listening to a lot of AM talk radio on the road in 2008, 9, 10, prior to, you know, just right before I moved out to California, right when I moving out to California was kind of prompted by burnout 1.0. Now this financial mess that I found myself in and my actions to, to engage in Financial Peace University in early 2017 was were actions taken immediately following burnout 2.0 in 2016. Basically, after I attended the final Permaculture Voices Conference, started growing for market again, burnt out, two full-time jobs, working one on a tree farm, working another, trying to grow produce, working with my parents at the market, had to say no. Had to make some changes. So I took a Financial Peace University course in 2017. I took another one that fall, I took another one in late winter, early spring. Winter of 2019-2020, I coordinated my first course. And after getting involved in a local church here, wanted to give back, wanted to volunteer and participate in my community, and wanted the ultimate accountability partner. Because at that time, I was a still am a single man and I thought what better way to have an accountability partner and really encourage myself to participate in this program and work the program than to coordinate a course and do it myself that first class was great it was a smashing success we had 15 people show up uh, and participate in the class and it was an in-person class and luckily, we finished up the class right as 
the phenomenon surrounding the virus known as SARS-CoV-2. Apparently Toby doesn't like that, but the phenomenon surrounding SARS-CoV-2 in early 2020 occurred right when my first class was wrapping up. The following year I did a, another class, I coordinated another class, and that was a, supposed to be in person, but things got weird again. It was a virtual class with hardly anyone who showed up, and recently this past year in 2022, early spring, or uh, winter rather, I coordinated a final class, or a third class, January to March. Now, because I have, let me give you a brief update on my own status in the baby steps and break down what the baby steps are. Let me pull this up real quick so I can outline the baby steps for you and get them very uh, outline them clearly. Okay, Dave Ramsey's seven baby steps. Step one: you pay off or save a thousand dollars in a beginner emergency fund. Sell whatever you need on Facebook. Hustle, 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 put that $1,000 away. Step two, pay off all debt except for the house, utilizing the debt snowball method. Step three, we save three to six months of expenses for emergencies. Step four, we invest 15% of our income for retirement. Step five, we save for college for our children. Step six, we pay off the house. Step seven, we build wealth and give. Now, those are seven simple steps. Financial Peace University outlines the, the program that's easy to follow in a way that you can achieve these steps, but it is a lifestyle change, all right? And the key to success in this isn't only consistency with the program, but it's consistency in giving. And ever since I changed banks, I need to rearrange how I'm doing things and where I'm giving to charity and all of that jazz. And I have lacked on that and I need to get back on track, even though I am not, or even though I am self-employed at the moment and my income is much more variable than it has been, which is a good segue into where I am. Okay. I had recently reached step three. I'm still at step three. I have not dipped into my emergency fund. Okay. But I have it socked away and I will be managing it a little bit differently in conjunction with two accountability partners who will be holding it for me and in order to access it, I will need to engage in a discussion about the nature of the emergency with them. That, my friends, is called accountability. Hopefully you have that with your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And if you don't, find a way to make that happen in your life. And if you want to discuss how we can do that and different options you have for accountability, again, telegram group, t.me slash allaroundgrowth. Join in the conversation there. We're talking about that and a lot more. So, seeing as that's where I'm at, the reality is I'm on step four. 
but I'm also at a point where uh, just a few weeks ago I resigned from my job and I chose to become self-employed. Now, over the past few weeks in learning how to navigate this, I have done some side work, some gig work. I have really begun working with dad to grow the fermented food operation here on the homestead, but that is in its infancy. So I really need to dig down and dive into my finances and outline my plan. So what is the plan? The plan is going to be 48 days. And I'm going to talk about that here in a couple of days when we get to personal development. Okay. Because right now we're talking about financial today. We're going to talk physical tomorrow. And come Thursday, we're going to talk personal development. And that's where I will talk about 48 days. All right. So Financial Peace University is and has been a, criti a, a huge component of my life for the last five years. And based on this message that I received, you know, I got this message on, I don't know, sometime, sometime this month. Uh, it may have been last month, actually. I, I don't remember. At that time, I'd been considering coordinating another class. Really, it started to, started to think about coordinating another class more after resigning from my day job because I'll have more time available to do this and a little bit more flexibility with my schedule. Then I got this message. Hey friend, are you still doing this class? I, we need help. I can't get our credit cards under control. It makes me want to cry every day. Now, I'm not some kind of savior, some financial guru, right? All I do with coordinating this class is relay information that's been relayed to me. The program works if we work it. Our lives change if we engage in lifestyle change and are very deliberate about it. It's not easy, but it's simple. So if you want to experience everything that comes along with financial peace, seven simple steps, but you, have, you really have to want it. What comes after financial peace and what comes along with financial peace is mental clarity and the ability to approach life in ways that you've never been able to before. Ways that involve something that resembles freedom. Which, despite the fact that I've thought about that and desired it for so long, I didn't realize that I'd been bound by my debt in such a way that it restricted me because I'd just been so used to the burden of those proverbial chains and when I paid that off those chains were lifted and how free I felt and how clear I was able to think and plan my life 
give me the strength and courage to leave my job, move forward, start building, dreaming and executing upon the plans and dreams that I've had. So here we are. And like I said, this has been a five-year process for me since I actually decided to take action. Five years. From the time I was actually debt-free, 10 years. So like five years to get into debt. Another few to get out of debt. And another few to build up some emergency savings. Focus. Make it happen. It's amazing what can happen when we become consistent. All right, guys, that's it for today's show. Again, I'm curious if you've been able to get your credit cards under control and how you've been able to get your credit cards under control. So join the Telegram chat at t.me slash allaroundgrowth and let us know. You can find the show on social media. We're, like I said, we're most active on Telegram. I've been slacking on other social medias. We have pages on MeWe, Twitter, Float, Facebook. we got a Facebook page for the podcast. We have a Facebook group for the community. But honestly, guys, I'm terrible with social media. I'm very active on Telegram. I am not the best on others. I need to get better at it if I want to grow the show. The show is where it is. The community is how it is because of you. It's awesome at this time. We're growing and I'm honored and humbled because I'm not doing a whole lot of work. This is happening organically. And uh, now that my schedule, my time, my life is changing, I think I'm going to try to put in some extra work to grow the show, grow the podcast, further develop the website that's in progress. But my priority right now, like I said, is 48 days and putting together a plan to build and create not only the work, but the life that I love. So guys, check out the show notes for articles or links to all of those articles previously discussed. There's also links to all episodes in the past. Like I said, links to how to leave a rating and review in the Apple Podcast app. And I'd really encourage you to do so if you like what you hear. This really does affect the algorithm. And as of this recording in May 2022, I would invite you to do this. Even though the podcast game is changing, please help us with a rating and review. This matters and it helps expose new listeners to the show. And if you have any question or feedback for me that you don't want to leave on social media or leave within a chat somewhere, just send me an email, allaroundgrowth at gmail.com. I welcome your feedback at all times. I look forward to it and I respond to all of it. All right, guys, that's it for today. This is Rob Kaiser and thank you.
What can I do? The needs are many And answers are few People turn away And I wonder why If I can help somebody Then I want to try We stand together, we'll never fall.